You ugly little bitch! I want to hold Ow. your hand. Why are you so mean to us? Who are you talking to? Either, both. Scion Soto. Welcome back to another episode of Thirteenth and Elm. We're here every week. Come on, you know the drill. It's me. It's Bill. I'm Bill. Who are you guys? I'm Rob. I'm Michael. How you guys doing? Doing well. You know, it's fun. Missed you. Yeah. Missed you. I'm doing real well. We switched it up. We're doing a Saturday. Saturday. So this will be uploaded uh, a one day Sunday. later. Sunday. Sorry for the wait, Elmer's. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling good on a Saturday. By the time you get home from church, this will be up. Yep, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week we watched Suicide Club 2001. Sion Sono, we talked about him uh, last week. He's like a J-horror master. He's done some good shit. We'll get into whether we consider this to be up on par with the other stuff i don't know if you guys have seen a lot of his other stuff but we'll see hour and 40 minutes imdb gives a very short description of detective is trying to find the cause of a string of suicides and is that description so brief because what the fuck is this movie about what would you put it's a lot what there's a lot going on this movie i mean i guess that's like a third of the movie is the yeah the cop the detective plot? I don't know. It's I, I don't know if this movie is for me. And I personally, it felt like a lot of stuff was left out or edited out of the movie, and like there were characters that were brought up and like didn't seem to like go anywhere. And it, it wasn't even that stuff wasn't answered. It was like the, the whole movie just seemed to go along with itself and within its own logic and i i i don't know there's like okay so there's like the suicide like happens happenings of like unrelated but it seems to be large amounts of people like 50 people at a time and then then there's the detective and then usually like young people too yeah and there's like a hacker and then after that there's like a like a weird glam band thing yeah that's what i'm saying it's crazy and i think it's one of those where there is a lot of random meaning and symbolism and metaphor and it's one of those where it's kind of like you get to decide what you want it to be which that kind of movie is not really my favorite because it's i don't know those movies to me are they're like a little bit lazy because they're like we can just leave a lot of shit open and just leave it up to the audience to you know, figure out their own opinion or like what they think. And I think that, that that's what this movie went for and it did well in some aspects of it, but it's like I don't like give me something that it's about and do that. Don't. I think that's really situational whether or not it's lazy or a lack of technique because it's actually quite challenging to leave so many doors open yeah. without revealing a hand yeah. and to do it well. No, that's um, what I'm saying. There are movies that do it well. I just don't know so, if this one did it very well. I don't think anybody's going to be surprised by this. Really like this movie. This shit was fucking dope. I'm surprised by how quiet you're talking. Well, my mouth isn't quite wet yet. So <laughs> let me... Let my whistle take down some of Let this wonderful liquid death. Thanks again for sponsoring us. Keep sending us free cases stuff. of water. Yes, it's so send good. Us the agave free severed lime flavor. Thank you. Yep. Thank or you. just the classic. Also done with the classica. That's nice too. Michael, anyway, what you did love you like, this movie. What did you like the most about this movie? 
I liked exactly what we were just talking about. I thought they actually did that really well. I, yeah. Like, so, okay, so I've seen three Silent Sono movies now, and this is by far the best one, and honestly, kind of like the only one that I've really enjoyed. Was Prisoners of Ghostland one? It was. That doesn't count. What was the second? Tokyo was the third? Gore Police, which is another one that's weird. This one is more narrative based, and I thought the yeah. cinematography and the like soundtrack, like the score, was all actually quite engaging and like pretty powerful and suggestive. Like when having gone off of like Prisoners of Ghostland and Tokyo Gore Police as the, my immediate well to draw from. Those are so over the top and cartoonish and kind of like, I don't know, frame by frame is almost like a different art piece or like a still. It looks like it's supposed to be some sort of graphic comic. Right. This actually had a narrative and I felt like it was really pretty and they felt like a police procedural for like the first bit. Um, and I think that there was actually quite a bit of interesting commentary provided on one's self-identity and peer pressure and trying to conform and fit in and being a part of fads and trends. This movie, in a lot of ways, reminded me of Perfect Blue, which we all watched Mm. together. And I also know that we were kind of frustrated and confused with, and my appreciation for that movie grew as I have spent time away from it. But this movie I appreciated a little bit more while watching and i think that was also let's not beat around the bush some great gore like fuck great opening scene mass suicides okay so like trigger warning on this obviously suicide club is the name of the movie we're going to be talking about that a lot and like graphically um yeah so fuck i guess we should have started with that strong yeah we'll edit that in (laughs) it starts off with a lot a big group of young um school children like middle school high school um going down to a train station and all linking arms and when a train comes they move up past the line and and they enthusiastically go one two three and they all jump and it's like we learned later that it was 54 but it's a i mean that's a lot so yeah like and this is the this is like opening credits yeah by the time this is done which lasts a long time it's like six minutes in yeah, and the music during um, this beautiful. was crazy. It was beautiful during the credits, and then during this part, it was kind of wild. It was like well, kind of yeah. like circusy, kind of all Squelch. over the place. Circusy, but like I don't know if like what played at the beginning was like the main theme or whatever. But that's the type of music that we get the most, and it, it is beautiful. It, it's like very melancholic, and and I'm glad that you like this because this is definitely not his best but this is more like this is the kind of movie that i know him for which i feel like we talked about this just a yeah, few minutes ago off fish. air um and that he told me that a lot to watch. like prisoners of Ghostland and tokyo gore police are like him straying from his path like it almost seems like he does like more dark eerie like drama generational abuse like type shit which is like what cold fish and like strange circus and like his other stuff so if you like this you should definitely watch cold fish oh, I, um, I plan and to. listeners no, too listen. it is definitely more fucked up like that was like another thing too like i see this on a decent amount of of like some of the most disturbing movies and i definitely don't think well, it belongs have you there that's strange it doesn't matter i have yeah how's that one it's weird i mean it, it that one is like an anthology pretty much like we know abcs of death like it's kind of like that but instead of 26 segments there's like i don't remember like four or five also seen tag right yeah tag is pretty similar to this um but actually more like hyper violent Hmm. more just buckets of blood being fucking thrown this was pretty violent uh, when it was violent but it wasn't like like tokyo gore police is just like non-stop buckets like you know what i mean and it's almost like cartoonish like this almost had more cyber punk gore too which is like kind of different because there's like some solid special effects in this well tell you what it's made me more excited for noriku's dinner table which i know you've been bugging me to watch for a while so i'm probably gonna be more apt to do that on a more expedited timeline, because this was fun. What'd you think of the the opening sequence, that music, and then the 
and then the mass suicide we roped in we were like okay i'm ready because we've been doing we've been on this kind of string of like 80s camp lots of nudity lots of goofiness and this wasn't really funny or campy i don't know i thought it actually was kind of funny like actually i thought this scene was like had more comedy to it than maybe you would agree with but i don't know like i I was hooked immediately, and then, um, to be honest, like, I just felt like I just lost interest the longer the movie went on. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm interested in that movie where there is kind of, like, a detective, like, uh, it's not, like, film noir. Like, that's not what it is. But, like, there is, like, like you said, like, a p- police procedural kind of. Yeah. And you, So you like the the first, I don't know, 20, yeah, like 20, 20 plus minutes? Yeah, like minutes or so, yeah. and... I don't know. I, again, like a lot of this doesn't seem to go anywhere. Like he dies, like a what, forty minutes in or something. Who? The detective. The main one. Yeah. And he dies in like the last fifteen or twenty. He who shoots, doesn't die who in the first himself? The main guy, Kurogawa. Yeah. yeah. Or Kurogawa. I don't remember his name exactly. Kurogawa. That's in like the last twenty. Okay. Um, which was like really which quite is pretty a crazy on screen. It is, so and then like, like the there's the bat, like what's her name, uh, the bat. or the whatever. Bat. It's like I don't understand really what her purpose for the <laughs> film is. She like brings attention to the website, I guess. Okay, so yeah. this is kind of what I really liked about this movie. So we we're talking about how like is this lazy? Is it crafty? What does the movie mean? Is it trying to make big statements, or is it just coming off with that as an appearance? And I think. One of the things that could be confusing or struggle or a struggle for some with this movie is like what is the cause of like the suicides, right? Yeah. Because like there's this theory that it's not suicides, it's murder. We even identify an individual as the source, um, red herring, who knows, watch the movie, we'll get there, yada yada yada. But at the end of the movie, we're kind of left with some questions. And maybe even some vague answers, depending on how you choose to look at it. But one thing I do know is we've had the influence of, like, the cell phones. The internet. The internet and, like, the music, right? Pop culture. Like, the J-pop. Like it's a, So there's, like, all of these, like, sensory input things that can cloud or steal some of your like individuality it's like don't lose the your like self-identity which is kind of like the suicide aspect of it like think of it as more metaphorical thing the connection yes so i think that it's kind of ambiguous but it's all connected and it's mostly a representation of like pop media peer pressure social perceptions and just i don't know being young and feeling like a fucking outcast i know it sounds silly fucking (laughs) i don't know man honestly i watched this movie yesterday and i was just trying to like be distracted from what was probably like one of the most depressing days i've had in a really long time just to be completely transparent it's for fine like healthy reasons whatever but like i was just in a unique headspace i was watching this and i was just strangely able to identify with a lot of what i was seeing on screen which is a weird right. thing to say like I don't no know. i know what you mean for sure and apparently this movie came out very early after like a big media light started to like shine on the suicide problem in japan like japan has like always had one of the highest um suicide rates for many different reasons and which is like what this movie is about yeah. right like you could yeah. argue it's um because of like the work culture and that's part of it the main detective um doesn't get to spend a lot of time with his immediate family and that ends up becoming an issue 
Um, the it could be because household because the suicide rates for men obviously mm-hmm, in Japan are, way are higher. Like crazy high. So there's yep, and I think some of that's represented in this film, right? And like it could be because of like pop culture influence, influence and stuff, and that's why we have um, that represented it as dessert. As like we'll get into more of that, or like, or is it because you know they're young and impressionable and fads on their the own power of and fad. just a, yeah, a fad. So. He, Sono definitely, like, which was, like, kind of, like, fucked up. Like, he definitely took that opportunity, like, to make this movie, which is, like, I mean, that's what filmmakers do. Like, that's nothing new, but that's why it's, like, up to the viewer. It's, like, why do you think, like, the suicide rates are so high in Japan? Here are, like, a bunch of the big reasons why we think it is in one movie, if that makes sense. Honestly, some of that, like, it's quite different, but I fucking didn't know about this movie, and I didn't know what to expect, but I knew Silence and I was going to bring something yeah, have like, you not heard of this? crazy. Um, I had heard of it, and I reminded myself of that when I had saw the cover. I was like, oh, yeah, this yeah, movie. Yeah, pretty well known. Um, and it's obvious why. Obviously, <laughs> I hate that I did that, but um, <laughs> one of his earlier films of note as well. And I think this is kind of one that helped put him on the map. Uh, and it is like, maybe not a darling to the critics, but I do think it's fairly well received. What I was going to say though, is this movie is, I think it succeeded where martyrs failed for me. And I know they're very different and they make different statements, but just that bleak, dark, questioning, kind of thought-provoking, stunning ending. Like, I was more surprised and I was left more with my mouth agape at the end of this than Martyrs. I just feel like the way that everybody talked about how they felt at the end of Martyrs and what I, they expected me to feel, I did not experience. And at the end of this movie, I was like... Fuck, dude, that was pretty good, actually. I I wouldn't have minded 10, 20 more minutes of that. I wouldn't have... What about it, a whole hour for a dinner table? Uh, I mean, me, I don't know. I'm willing to watch I want to watch supposed to be good, and I yeah. want to watch it this was, this was good, man. It was interesting in a lot of ways that maybe Western horror has lacked until recently there has been like this trend of whatever you want to call it but there are more a lot of people social call it, commentary like, elevated in horror. horror or yeah. like post horror which i think is a stupid name kind post of horror it's like way to just shit on like the shining or uh, <laughs> yeah. exorcist like everything that came before this you know but um i don't know this movie was definitely ahead of its time woke. i think the shit's woke and it did at times watch in many different fashions and not always and probably not even frequently as a horror film but there's good gore and it does follow like mass suicide murder manipulation whatever you want to call it it definitely fits subject matter wise but like i said a lot of it did seem like a drama or a crime procedure or it's like a mystery thriller mystery yeah Right, which is kind of like oh, how, which is like how his other stuff is too. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I don't have like a lot to add. I, <laughs> I really didn't like this movie. Like Why? I, Did you guys watch it together? No. I guess not. No. No. I just. I don't know. I kept waiting for something to like. I was like grabbed initially with like the 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 fifty four suicide. Like that was that was cool. Yeah. You know, and like, but again, like I, I felt, felt kind of campy, and there's like circus music in the background, like blood splashing the music all over there everybody. Was kind of crazy. More about like the belt and just the like skin. Oh the, my like, god, the skin, skin rolls. Belts, like those those were cool. I thought like those I don't were know. Interesting, yeah. But like I felt like I felt like it like brought up again like a lot of this is I guess metaphorical and like specific to Japanese culture and I feel like I'm stuff I'm not like things I'm not getting, but I like a lot of stuff got brought up and it's like okay so they like roll up skin rolls of like all the people and 
they don't like people with tattoos or something. And well, yeah, it's that like was Japanese culture, though, dude. You don't get like I, like you know what I mean. Like that's yeah, yakuza, yeah, yeah, like of course the crime affiliated. Yeah, you can't like you can't go to public baths and all that. But it's like they're using like a lathe, and it's at the behind the scenes at a, I don't know, just like but after like we got like past I don't know some of the gore and like started getting into like what is what I thought was a, more of a narrative film. And I was waiting to like kind of first thing to like kind of link up, and then you get the red herring with um, Genesis. Genesis. Did you which, like Genesis? Um. Yes and no. Like, yeah. I didn't really care for like the rape scene. So, but uh, where he's like playing music and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The white sack. Like. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't really like that. Yeah. But the, they're just like in sheets. But all again, in the like bowling that, alley. That didn't seem to go anywhere either. He's like, well, give him the address, and. I don't know. Like, even some of the gore was kind of cool. Like when she's getting like cutting the radish and and she but, cuts her fingers, but mm. it wasn't like particularly well done prosthetic. Like it was okay. Like it looked okay, but like yeah. the blood was like kind of shallow, like orange, orange red, or at least it was on the copy I watched. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then the ending, I, Michael, I couldn't be any more different. I just felt like why i don't know like i didn't need i didn't need her to die but it just didn't if i didn't wasn't even closure i just was like glad the movie was over um i really didn't like this <laughs> where are the parallel lines that you could draw to anything i guess I'm a, i don't I, know it, like it reminds me kind of house where like i feel like a lot of this is just stuff that's op- i don't even know if over my head but it's like not for me and i'm not getting what they're trying to say like I, right. I, I get i get what you're saying with like what you know, the different causes of suicide and like it's commentary on it and it's left up to the viewer. Like, I, I'm not saying this movie doesn't have things to say. It's not, I'm not trying to say it's, I don't know. You just, it's not, it's they not like, didn't speak it, to you. It I might not have been trying to speak to you. might not have been trying to speak to me, but like, I don't know. It's just like, okay, I'm along for the ride. Um, and like, there was some funny aspects to it and like, there was a lot of music to it, honestly, like way more than I expected. Um, but Shit, man. <laughs> yep. Um, anyway, so I think that there is a good amount of cultural narration um, that maybe gets lost, but I think some of it is more global because it does speak about suicide on a whole. Now, it does put that in the context of like Japanese culture, and obviously that's a bigger... Or not, I don't know. I don't want to quantify it in any way, but it's a problem that has been maybe more talked about uh, in social space in Japan for a little bit longer just because of the way their relationship with suicide and death is, um, is a little different than it is in the West. Um, and I try not to speak too much on it because I don't know it. Um, yeah, but that is a big part of it too. But yeah, but yeah. like you said, this it is a lot like house where it's like how are we supposed to like talk about this as you know like three white americans when it's obviously like mainly appealing to the like culture and history of japan yeah but i think that this is varied from house oh yeah i mean greatly in some aspects but i also think that like hugely the narrative does kind of t- do what we're yeah i mean house it. was like more but, like about like, like it's war. like a time this is like it was like an isolated incident yeah i think yeah, this yeah, does yeah, speak yeah. not only for like young people but also all people you know i guess i'm a male and even though i might be like american and look and look different than the people on screen or have a different culture or whatever like i did see a lot of that like a lot of causes that correlate to the male experience and suicide because that's an experience that I've had. So like Mm -hmm. just kind of like that work life balance expectation and kind of like the, I don't know. I don't really want to get into like gender politics too much, but (laughs) there's a, it's a crazy thing um, when you talk about life and death. And I think that that's a little bit more relatable than, Houseu's like atomic bomb narrative. Exactly, yeah. But um also cultural context is huge in this and like there's 
so much that I can infer or assume was supposed to be in the subtext, but it doesn't speak to me the way that it's supposed to. And to sit and pretend that it does is one thing, but I thought it was visually engaging. Uh, it was fresh. It had something to say. Uh, it left me with questions, but not to a point of frustration. I would watch it again. And like some of the gore was fun. Plus it tackled subjects that like, you really don't see you get tackled a lot in the West. Um, this movie, as much as we're trying to say, is like, oh, like, did it have, you know, something to say about the, like, it's not a sensitive movie by any, you know, stretch of the imagination. No. It's graphic. I wouldn't watch it if you're triggered easily. I wouldn't even listen to this podcast, you know, about it. It's yeah. pretty upfront about there's what it's going to contain. Yeah, there's a lot of suicides. Hundreds, literally. There's can't they count like? Yeah, there's sexual violence, like we said. Like there, um, there is rape, violence against children, violence against women. Like I mean, or ch- child suicide and stuff like that. So yeah, um, yeah, which is fucking wild. Like that, like the scene of the high school, which. I don't remember the timeline exactly, but I'm sure you're pretty sure it's days after the, the initial opening scene, and they're like, 54 people? Like, we can beat that. Like, let's do it right now. Like, we can do 100. And they actually end up getting, like, on, I think six people on, like, the ledge of the building, yeah. and some of them are like, wait, are like, this? are we really doing this? And they, like, count, and three go. And then of the three left... It's two girls and a guy, and, and the guy is like, we have to do this, and, like, grabs one of the girls, and they go over together, and then, like, you're supposed to think, I think, or, like, I at least thought, I was like, oh, this last girl is, like, not gonna jump, and then, like, a bunch of, like, you know, faculty, other students, like, run up, and are like, stop, what are you doing, and she says something along the lines of, like, this is the suicide club like we're the first charter like and then she jumps and these are good scenes of you see them jump you don't see them land but you do get to see like them other children in class with just bodies falling and just buckets of blood being thrown at the window yeah um which was good and for this era you know me i love to laugh and poke fun at the crazy fucking internet stuff oh my god but i couldn't really do that with this like it did like they had for as much stuff on the internet that there was like it was all pretty good like none of it was like silly the main part of it is like that one weird website with the dots Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah that's like a 2001 like fucking website it's just like, like an angel fire website or like yeah. yeah and like even the other one that the detective son um shows him later i was like yeah this isn't like over the top or silly like when it's just like we get a lot of just blank screens with just like green text coming across that's like how people just envision what the internet was for <laughs> right. some reason um but no it was just like some simpler websites which is like what we got which was good and like the website was cool enough where there's like a bunch of dots, there's red dots and there's white dots and we don't really know what the white dots are, we can assume. But whenever someone um, commits a suicide, a new red dot appears and it's as, and we as viewers assume that there's someone on the internet behind this because the red dots appear before the suicides are talked about in the news. So there are like a couple scenes where we'll, they'll have it up and like a bunch of dots will appear and you'll be like, fuck. And then there's like a phone call or whatever. And it's like 200 students has jumped off the castle or whatever. I think that was, right. that was like literally one of them, I'm pretty sure. Um, so that's like, like the internet part, which is kind of like ahead of its time because it is not really at all like social media but you can kind of relate no, it, it kind of is and to it kind that, of has, even though that didn't exist yet and it's kind of come around in i mean chat rooms and stuff are kind of like primitive social media in a way right i guess i don't know that's a whole yeah. other tangent but like there's definitely an a social influence available to an internet user in 2001 or whatever yeah but they didn't sh- like they didn't show any of that like they didn't no, show but any, they like, did show like a relationship to media and like they were spending time yeah. on the phone and on the internet and other things. It wasn't like necessarily like they were 
in chat rooms or being talked to by like some omnipotent internet voice, which is or even like really talking happens. to each other. You right, know what I mean? Right, 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 right. But, um, um, I don't know. I feel like this. I, I just, yeah, I don't know. I think that the internet stuff was done pretty clean and pretty good. It was. I think that it was a little clunky sometimes with who is the bat and like why are we listening to Genesis and dessert because they all seem to be almost like little vignettes in and of themselves of like oh look at this social influence type of thing and yeah there's like lots there's like a decent amount of characters that have pretty big roles that like aren't introduced and it's like who like we're supposed to know who these people are but you didn't tell us I wonder if they're like parodies of like Japanese pop culture you know what I mean? Like, if you saw Prince, like a caricature of Prince, and he was called Knight, and it was in a movie, like, you would know what it was, even if it wasn't introduced. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I wonder if any of these were, like, caricatures of, like, Japanese culture. You know, like, who the I fuck mean, is Genesis, or, like, whatever. Maybe, but, like, as a viewer, it's just like, oh, we have, it's just cutting now to these two girls on the internet, and, like, what are they doing? Like, who are they? What are they doing? They show where they're living, and it's, like, this nasty-looking place, and they show a man in the other room, and it's, like, who is that? Like, is that their friend, their father? Are they friends? Are they sisters? Like, well, yeah, one of them says she goes by the bat, but when we learn that she's the bat, like, we don't even see her, and then she's seen a lot before we realize that that's even her like she says something and she's like oh like i'll stick with the bat and i was like oh shit that's the bat like okay i remember that phone call 30 minutes ago you know and it was like shit like that and the genesis stuff was kind of crazy but i also kind of liked it like i liked genesis he was like this like weird underground like glam punk group which i don't honestly this is so fucking crazy but he was like power line from a goofy movie uh. <laughs> you know, like, tell me I'm wrong. Like it was like it's a different character, but it was like kind of the same shtick. <laughs> I don't know. Like I read some reviews after this movie because I was like, I don't think I got it. Like I don't like I felt like I like missed like a, a I feel like I missed like a lot of a movie. Was there anything there? Because I didn't read any I read, of this stuff. I read yeah, there, one, and it lot. was good. And like honestly, it was good enough that I was like, that's all I needed. And I wonder if it's the same one. Was it on IMDb? There were a couple on IMDb that I read. Like a lot of them were very praise praiseworthy, um, and there were another a good amount that were the opposite. And yeah. I don't know. Like talking about the the movie being like highly allegorical and metaphorical, and like talking about suicide, and like maybe not saying anything in particular about it, but just like giving some lenses to look through it at. Yeah, because it's a lot about like. Oh, is this a crime? Right. Like, is it not? And it not? doesn't make sense because, like, suicide doesn't really make. S- I mean, like, there's causes, but it's like it's it's a nonsense. It's like a nonsensical, th- you know, like to a certain extent, like the choice, right. the actions, and all that. But a lot of it too, like after hearing your guys' take on it and like some of the like less favorable reviews, it does make me think about kind of like older Americans being like, "Well, the all the gun violence, it's all because of video games. It's like all this." Like, it's not like pop culture doesn't have an effect on people. It extremely does, especially social media and, like, being bombarded with it. Like, I'm not saying that's not a thing, but it just seems to be, like, it's all these foreign influences. It's this guy that looks like Prince who's, like, queer and has, like, blonde hair and he lives in the sewer and, like, you know, and and all all the music, the the, the J-pop, like, it's these girls and, you know, it's all on the radio. It's on the internet and, like, oh, it's these these outside influences that are not culturally traditional that are, like... that's, like, such a real fear that's been manifested in, like, humanity and history so many times. And if you want to talk about, like, a culturally threatened society, like, Japan is very, like they take their culture very seriously and they're pretty right. insular. They are an island. They're like made up of like 98% Japanese. Like they, like that's another like cultural subtext thing that I'm going to try not to speak too much on because I don't know, but I'm also trying to like imagine how that might have some influence here. And yeah. Cause like, suicide, that's interesting that you said that honestly. like has gone through like, like, I don't know how to say this either, but like different, 
waves like in like in like ancient japan it was like seen as honorable and then and then it's like taboo and it's like you don't like talk about it because of the main like religions and stuff so there's like a lot of that it's definitely one of those movies that like if you were to watch it multiple times you definitely catch something new every time I and definitely be like think oh it's shit intended like i to be watched multiple times yeah and like i i don't think like Tokyo would probably Gore watch Police it again i'm not definitely not gonna watch it a lot yeah. more um but yeah it definitely is one of those movies that yeah if i watched it now all the way through if i watched it again i'd be like oh shit like i didn't catch that the first time um like whatever which which i think is a sign of like a good movie like I mean, I, we talk about this movie a lot on the pod, but like Midsummer, yeah, like I've probably seen that seven or eight times, and I'm still finding new stuff when I watch it. Um, and I don't think this is, you know, going to have the same replay value for me personally. But I do think that that is hard to do for without it being, um, without it being obvious. So I appreciate that. Um, this movie was surprisingly subtle, if that could be said, like. I know that there's for it being called Suicide Club and it being and full of su- suicide. Yeah, there's a lot of subtle subtext and stuff. Like I feel way like I know more so yeah. than like Prisoners of Ghostland and Tokyo Gore Police. And like that's what it, I'm saying. Like this is they no, like, could be very similar. Like if to the unacquainted eye, like if you just view all gore movies or exploitation genre as surface level smut, then like it might not be that different. And I get what you're trying to say whatever but i'm telling you as somebody who's watched a good amount of this shit and watched both like some of the stuff from the same director's catalog this had a different feel and it had a different narrative and i honestly appreciate it and this is at the top of one of my more favorite j-horror movies like realistically i like this a lot more you than have to a watch lot his other shit because i'm telling you like the ones that you have seen are like the outliers. Like this isn't the outlier. Right. I mean, it's only two. I've seen three of his movies. He's got a wide catalog of shit. Like I'll, yeah. I'll see what he's, what he's done. I do want to see a handful of them. Like whole fish train circus. Um, and train circus are both really good. And they're both like, like this, not like we like crazy cyberpunk or just awful. Like prisoners of Ghostland was movies bad. Yeah, wasn't my favorite. I was excited for it. And you got Nick Cage, but it didn't really grab me. I honestly didn't pay attention to most of it because it was pretty awful. But, I don't know. There's a lot to say about this movie. There's a lot to not say about this movie, both for the sake of, like, spoilers and trigger warnings. Um, Some of it's, like, best to be seen if you're a fan of practical effects. I think there's a lot of good stuff in this movie. Um, And then also some of it is up to interpretation, so you try not to say too much of what you think because I don't want to taint somebody else's viewing experience, but it's definitely a movie I'd be comfortable recommending to a certain type of viewer. It's definitely not for many people. Yeah. Um, But like if you're into this and you hadn't seen it, I'd be like, oh yeah, check that one out. You might not even like it or want to watch it again, but it's worth a watch. I would say you might disagree, Rob, but you gave it a watch either way. And I don't know. So what are your two cents? Pass. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. didn't like this movie very much at all. Um, without, I don't know. I can't really say I'm surprised. It's, it's. Though I did think that you would like Genesis and his crew. I mean, I like the aesthetic of it. Yeah. You know, um, it was kind of like. But, but yeah, like I don't know, dude. It's like a rape scene, and then like a bunch of things moving in bags. I don't know if that was animatronic or animals. Yeah, I think there was supposed to be some other people and then also, like, some animals because one of them was, like, a dog that he obviously just, like, stomps on for no reason but to be, like, intimidating. And I'm the Charles Manson of Japan. Exactly. He's, like, as far as, like, the other influences in the movie, like, like, the internet, you know, peer pressure, whatever, he, like, I feel like his character thinks that this is all happening because of him right. but in reality he's just kind of like a piece of shit like, like gutter punk that is like you know killed a couple people and thinks that he has a lot more influence and he does like kind of like charles manson because like charles manson was like kind of like a bitch 
Yeah, but like but he did actually convince people to murder, you know. Yeah, like and he, Genesis probably did too. We like we didn't like see yeah, that, but yeah, he's no. got like a gang with him, and one of them does yeah. kill that girl. I assume that girl dies. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she gets stabbed to death um, for sure. But there, like stuff, there was stuff I did like about this movie. Like there was a montage probably about halfway through that was, I think it's like more like the campy kind of stuff, but it's like a bunch of montages of, like people killing themselves which sounds fucked up that I thought that was like funny and campy but there's a when scene it, where they're like in like a TV show and he like just stabs himself like in the, the comedian throat. yeah and like and we get the street vendor that street overdoses vendor overdoses and yeah. opening up the oven and like yeah I, that, was that was honestly a, pretty brutal and like there was kind of funny though and I don't yeah. even think that was accidental I think no, there I think was an element of purpose. slapstick there even I, I think most of the gore was slapsticky to me Kind of, and like a little when, bit. When when the detective comes home, and then his daughter shows up, and she's like covered in blood, and he's like, "I'm exhausted." She like walks. I don't know. Like I thought it was funny, and like but I also think that Midsummer's funny, and you guys don't agree with that. So, uh, but I can oh. see how that be. But that was like kind of funny that she was literally she was. drenched in blood, like Carrie at the prom. Yeah, but he doesn't turn around. <laughs> and then she just walks away, and like the, even towards the end of the film when it's extremely clear because they keep hinting at you know dessert or desert or desert or whatever the girl band's name is they keep hinting about it and it's they're always playing on the radio or like on tv or when all this stuff mm-hmm. is going on i thought it was kind of like um have you guys ever heard of uh, twice <laughs> you guys ever heard of um twice. snow crash no book by neil stevenson um sci-fi book anyway it's about like of like a computer virus that you could look at if you knew code and it would like infect your brain <laughs> like a mental illness of sorts and That's it's crazy like, and it's like tied into like babylonian magic mythology it's like a really cool idea and it's also like in my opinion poorly executed but i, I want thought, that to be a movie but i thought that that's kind of what they're going for like if you heard the song and saw them dance and like then you would be susceptible to this sort of like mind virus thing where you want to kill yourself because it doesn't seem to like have any rhyme or reason to like who it picks although it does seem to be younger people mostly but there's still mm-hmm. like older folk like the mom yeah, like you said the montage was pretty much all was like all adults, adults yeah. yeah and like the mom cuts her fingers up you know like all that and and but there's also port like then the little girl like doesn't react really she's just kind of like oh mom mom's being funny yeah like that sort of thing so there's i was just i think if it just had a little more cohesion i don't even need it to like to be to tell me what's going on but like just something more to tie it together because towards the end of the film when they're doing all this and like she's going through the boyfriend's room and like looking at all the posters and there's she's doing like weird I don't know, like smartphone numerology where she's like using the letters to spell out the numbers. It spells out suicide. Then she gets the code to the, to like the, the back door at the back concert, door, the concert. But then, but also the girls don't seem to have like any ulterior motive for like, or even aware that the, this is going on. The, right. The band. The dessert. band. Yeah. Yeah. They don't seem to ever show up. Like in I kind of like, I kind of like that. How it was like, um, the numbers on like their, yeah, jersey and then, like, and then how fingers. many fingers they were because it was like was you know T9. a six and you would exactly so you go to the six and hit yeah. it three times so it would be an s and then which you know was the like next a, one. a fun Two. little fucking like blast from our past you yeah. Know yeah i mean some of our younger but, elmers but, have no idea what the fuck but, we're talking about push two three times to get a okay. c but if like <laughs> t9 gematria is like the high point of this film for me like i don't know it's just Oh, it definitely wasn't. I, I was just like a little yeah, piece fun. of flavor it's that fun. I enjoyed. I liked this movie. Oh, yeah, for I, many it, I enjoyed reasons. that. But I just thought that like overall, like the gore was like there was a decent amount of it, and like some of it was okay, but a lot of it was a little I mean, was hokey m- and campy, which is I'm, I like. I like that kind of shit. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of literally just throwing buckets of fake blood at windows. But <laughs> it, it was a lot. It, I don't know. Like it wasn't campy enough for me to like be like, oh, this I you know I like you know I like this. Yeah, and I it, mean. It, and it, what didn't speak to me in any particular way more for for me to thought think deep to think deeper about it, I guess, and, until after it's probably I saw a good it. thing. And I don't know, just it just kind of comes off as like I felt like stuff was edited out, or I don't know enough about the culture to get it. There might be more. The I like did a little research, and I only read about one scene being cut, and it didn't. Uh, it wouldn't have added anything. 
Yeah. I don't even remember what it was because it was just like a standalone thing. But I do remember something like one of the honestly maybe the only times that I laughed out loud during this was when I don't remember her name because like like I said like the characters aren't most of them They're aren't not even really important. introduced That's... very well. But like her boyfriend tries to kill himself and lands on her in, yeah, the, street, in the street and she just like brushes it off. it off she's like ow my ear and then just walks into a cafe and was like yeah. can i get a coffee again like a lot of, I, feel like, like, I feel like this movie is funny like it's like that part was definitely is. supposed to be yeah um, i mean she literally her boyfriend is dying in the street behind her and she walks into a or, coffee shop and it's like can i get a coffee what if what about when the bat is like still in a fucking bed sheet and decides to like type on the computer without like taking the bed sheet off yeah she's so proficient with computers that yeah she can blind type i can't just like you know yeah i was kind of trying to figure out how that worked i tried not to get stuck on it because it was didn't matter silly because it was like that's a sheet you should be able to just take that off and if you're not able to take that off that means that they what put you in a sheet and like sewed it close like, so, like which guys, is also crazy guys. they also like knew where she <laughs> what lived. the fuck they, like knew where she lived was like behind you huh and like the, that was her. that was the silliest internet part was that <laughs> they got a message that just said look behind you and they looked behind you and it was literally just three men in their room and they didn't know yeah. and it's like where did they send that message from yeah doesn't matter their phone i guess but that doesn't matter like you didn't have phones that could browse the internet in 2001 blackberry maybe oh, that's still even early for a blackberry yeah yeah um, so yeah, that was like the one technology thing. Where I was and like, that's kind of goofy, but it was just whatever. Get. I, I also wanted more out the of the like, the fucking the rolls room. of skin. I wanted there to be like weird fucking witch magic nonsense in the bowling bags, whatever the fuck that they were doing with those white bags. The little handbags. I was. And like, the first time they looked into it and it didn't show it. Of course, I'm thinking like Brad Pitt. I'm like, what's in the box? Um, What's in the bag? And when they first show it, I'm like, "Well, my God, that is a huge fucking cinnamon roll." Um, And I was like, "Oh, that is like what it is. It's a skin cinnamon roll. It's literally. (laughs) I mean, it's (laughs) like which was kind of interesting, but like I don't. It didn't go anywhere. I mean, it kind of did because at the very end, um, like you get the girl with the butterfly tattoo, and then the six link which ends up being the sixth train which is one of the last mass suicides the sixth link in the newest skinnaman role is the detective's son and that's like part of the reason this was like oh like he was so concentrated on work and trying to solve this case that he didn't realize the issue um was happening in his own household as well um which is why, spoiler alert, he ends up killing himself too after like getting a phone call from like children, which are coughing. Yeah, which I kind of thought there was going to be like a reveal where there was going to be a child in person and we were going to see him and they were going to have that cough and that was going to be like the little subtle be like, oh, that's that kid. But that never happened. But we got these weird phone calls and it was all about being connected it was like do you feel connected to yourself do you feel connected to your boyfriend your parents like if you killed yourself you'd still be um connected so why not just do it like um that type of thing which is why in like the mass suicides we get a sense of that with like the hand holding and like the counting down is like oh like they're finally connected with each other instead of connected to the internet or connected to work or whatever like the first time they actually feel connected to someone else is when they're holding hands with them to end their life together like kind of thing um the very end was kind of strange when she uses that same code that she gets from the dessert poster and just like runs into that room and then she's like on stage in front of like 20 children that are just asking her questions like the pretty much like those questions yeah and she's like yes i am and they like start clapping and and i guess she's supposed to be someone that realizes that she learns from like the innocence of these even younger children that's like oh i don't need to be 
this tuned into work or pop culture or the internet. She's like, yes, I am connected to myself. And they're like, yay, finally someone that like cares about themselves and human connection more than like this other shit. And she lives is like what I got out of it kind of, but it was kind of weird. Yeah. And then we get, and then like the last three minutes, it's just a music video. Yeah, I was. Of this, I, I actually new song. watched it, waiting for the, something to like them to kill themselves or something. Yeah, I watched the whole thing too, because uh, I mean, it was kind of a bop, but I also th- was thought that something else was going to happen right at the end yeah. as well. Which, honestly, he probably did that on purpose. You know, like wanted us to think was like, oh, something's going to happen, and force us to watch all the credits. <laughs> Smart, clever. <laughs> Sexy. Um, but yeah, I mean, dessert being spelled a lot of different ways was like interesting because it's like interest introduced as dessert, like sweets, we, which you can see as being like, oh, it's like a good thing, but only if you know how to limit it. Like too much of dessert is bad, and we see it as like desert, which is like, I mean, people live there. Oh, you think willingly. that's intentional? Yeah. Okay. I thought so. I thought it was just honestly sloppy. I no, I thought each one was like, and then because there's like desert and there's des art. Yeah. Which could be like the destruction of art. Or like a. Or poor, nothing. Poor mistranslation. Or nothing. Or, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. I mean, literally, it could have been that. I just I thought it was just a, a bad continuity. Error. It definitely like, could have been being a Japanese to English. You know. Oh, it definitely very well could have been, but, um, and uh, and to be honest, like as much as I want to say, like I thought of all that on my own, I read that somewhere. Um, so that very well could be, you know, someone just looking into it too much, and it is just it translated different ways at different times, and that's all. But. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of stuff I liked about this movie, but like, yeah, like like you said, it's not all connected very clearly. I remember the part of just like the people in the street holding up signs and being like, "What is the f- like? What is that?" Um, like that didn't really fit in with anything that was going on at the time. Um, I, I mean, like I said, like it's definitely not my favorite of his films that i've seen but it's more on track to what i expect from him because like when i learned that um first of all that we watched prisoners of ghostland and that it was him i was like what the fuck i was like prisoners of ghostland and Coldfish were directed by the same person like that's insane um and this was more what i expected from him and like tag is even like you would definitely like tag. You would like Coldfish more than this, and you would like Tag more than this, because Coldfish is like darker and more fucked up and disturbing, and Tag is like way more like campy. violent and like campy and fun. Like lots of schoolgirls just getting their fucking heads like ripped off and shit. Um, but yeah, that's not this movie. And yeah, remember it cutting it randomly? There's so many cuts. This movie hard cuts cut it hard Mm. like there's a lot of just like where are we now we're in like a chicken coop and there's (laughs) and there's like naked women getting their skin cut off of their back and it shows that for like 30 seconds and it's like what is that and it's like who was doing that where is that the oh the medieval blacksmith maybe he's in that scene what he's the medieval blacksmith (laughs) medieval blacksmith with like a mask who has the lathe the handheld like the machine that's made to cut out a 10 centimeter part of flesh or whatever it's made to like like smooth like a plane a plane yeah plane a plank but yeah you could use okay see i didn't yeah i wouldn't have known that but um but yeah i remember just like cutting to that for like a minute and being like wait what was that like who was that pretty fun though i mean yeah as no much like as I it didn't... was jumbled and didn't make sense like i, no, I mean, wasn't I w- needing it really to make sense like i mean we've watched some fun goofy 80s movies recently that are like way shorter than this and this was like the first movie in a while that i feel like i wasn't continuously checking to see how much longer there was left in it because even though i was like kind of confused i was still 
interested and I was like I was in I was into it and I was waiting for a resolution and I was actually interested to see what was going on but even like you know 75 minutes of of nudity and chainsaws like at some point i'm like holy yeah. fuck there's About, still 20 minutes yeah. left I mean, in this? to be fair i don't <laughs> think that was a very good movie either um what I'll would just, you be more likely to rewatch? prisoners of ghostland really yeah of all three? in between suicide club and um hollywood chainsaw hookers you'd watch prisoners of ghostland again yeah that's crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't. Whatever. Rewatch this movie. And I like, would, but it would be a while. I'm not like mad that I watched it. I'm not like I don't feel like I need my time back. But no, no, I, no. I just didn't no. really care for it, and no, I don't know. Like, no, no. I just, I don't get it. No, like I just. W- <laughs> This, I want to say this movie's pretentious, trash, and disjointed, and like not I don't, worth the price of admission. But that's not really true. I definitely don't think it was pretentious. It was kind of all over the place. So you could argue, but I don't. I don't see an argument about it being pretentious. You should go online. And that's coming. There's a lot. That of I am pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask that guy on Reddit. Hey, guy, hey, guy on Reddit, if you're listening, fuck you, little boy. Google Jerry Dandridge. Google Jerry Dandridge. <laughs> Yeah, why don't you Google Jerry Dandridge before you talk to me, before little boy. Before you fucking talk to me again. Little boy. Um, such a but, fucking rude thing to say. I mean, you know, that's why I said it. Um, I mean, you know me, I love J-horror, especially Japanese extreme horror. I did think and want this to be more extreme. Like, I wanted this to be fucked up. And, like, it's definitely more disturbing and fucked up than, like, most mainstream horror but i wanted this to be fucking brutal um so that might have you know tampered my expectations a little bit because i sat down and i was like i'm ready to go like pull out some intestines and make them walk across the room like give me like needles do the eye like some crazy shit and didn't really get much of that i mean there is some solid kills some solid gore um but i mean i i enjoyed this i didn't love it are you guys ready to do you guys want to rate it or do you guys do you have more to add i've i'm kind of i've said what i have i took so many notes i don't know why i keep doing this i did this for a while and then stopped and now i'm doing it again i have like a hundred notes and i probably touched three of them um well i'll start um sona love you bro if you're listening um you make some good movies you make some weird ones you make some bad ones this one was an in-between for me um i would watch it again but it would be a while um 67 i said it um yeah not for me didn't care for this one um some all right gore like you know just like the finger stuff was okay. Mm. Um, you like, like finger the, stuff at the pod. It's kind of funny. There's funny bits. But uh, overall, just not enough substance there for me to really sink my teeth into. And I don't know. I wouldn't watch this again. And I'd probably only recommend it to like you guys. So Fair. 50. Yeah. I like this movie apparently more than my two co-hosts but i enjoyed it quite a bit and think that there's a lot of style and substance i think there's a narrative i think there's fun gore great music i did I really like this, liked this pick and it wasn't one that i would have gotten to this quickly on my own and it was a lot of fun i don't think it's without its faults it's far from a perfect movie i might be singing its praises a little strongly um, just to kind of play devil's advocate and because maybe my expectations were low. But overall, I would absolutely watch this movie again and am I still going to rate it pretty well? Actually, I'm going to give it a 76. Wow. I liked it. Um, but I will also be picking next week's movie. Yeah. Who? 
You and, will? Yeah, and I will. Um, for three weeks, we did some um, 80s gore, slasher, nudies. cheesy, nudie movies. And then we picked this J-horror. And I'm not going to stay in that theme at all. I'm going to make a lateral move. Where are we going? We're going to the United States. United States. 2014. Ooh. Oh, it's a talkie. It's a movie that's been described as a modern classic. I think we've all seen it. I've definitely seen it one time. Wait, 2014 Ooh. modern classic that we've all seen. You've seen it once? I really like it. I haven't seen it since probably like 2016. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to announce it. It's kind of like a <laughs> post. <laughs> it's kind of like a po- Well, you guys started talking like you were going to guess. Like, okay. I thought maybe we were going to get another hint. <laughs> okay, well, I would say. <laughs> Not that you have to give us Okay, I would say it is kind of. The one and only post-slasher movie. And it's kind of like the last slasher. Although it's not typical, it's not a typical slasher formula. Even though I, I argue that it is. That doesn't help and I'm just going to waste no more time. Yeah, and I'm going to say it? it's 2014's It Follows. Oh, nice. Okay. You're super disappointed by that. I can tell. <laughs> you don't like that movie, huh? Um, I... I'm interested to revisit it. I've seen it follows probably three or four times for whatever reason. Um, but people do fucking love this movie. Um, I think it's really good. I do remember liking parts of it a lot. And I also remember hating parts of it a lot. And I haven't seen it in a while. Have you seen it, Rob? I've seen it a couple times, yeah. Yeah. I... I'm interested in uh, getting into this one because over the last couple of years, I've really, really watched and logged a lot of fucking horror. And there's some um, tips of the hat in this film that I don't know that I caught the first time around and I'd be interested in watching. Also, like I said, it's kind of like a slasher movie, right? Um, not in the typical sense, but we haven't had a good slasher in a long time, you know. Really, the craze has been dead for decades, but this is like one of the last ones. You could say like your next is kind of a slasher. Mm-hmm. It's also a different formula, but... I was kind of thinking that, but I couldn't remember what year it came out. And I was like, 2012, I, think... I believe, is your next. Holy shit, that movie came out 10 years ago? I know, yeah. it's crazy, right? That's insane. I would have guessed like 2018. <laughs> Dude, fuck the pod was going in 2018. Not quite. Fuck your next is so good, but but yeah. So I'm excited to revisit one. this one because I've watched a lot more John Carpenter movies. I've watched a lot more of the Friday Thirteenth uh, movies more recently. I've seen some of the things that this movie kind of, you know, pays respects to. Some of those Come 80s um, synthesizer heavy um, soundtracks and stuff like that. I want to watch this movie again for a while. I've considered doing it for the pod, and I've not picked it because I know we've all seen it. But I don't know. We've been in a different space of uh, the horror uh, you know, realm for a while, and I thought that this one was a little bit more modern and a little bit easier to watch, too. It's not super crazy, but I do think there's a lot of narrative in this movie about, obviously, STDs. STDs and shit, and yeah. Not just STDs, but I think, like, sex culture sexuality who you trust to have sex with not just from a like std like health standpoint but just like a sexy standpoint yeah but like but like a a safety and a vulnerability standpoint and also like a predatory standpoint um i think this movie deals with bigger themes in sex than just stds and it'll be um, absolutely interesting to revisit that and talk about it next week but that's next week this was Woo! this week uh it was a good pick like this i said this week thanks uh thanks i'm glad for you liked in front it of us yeah sorry uh, yeah i love it it's okay well i love you both it would be boring and if i we love all, all seven of the elmers true yeah no i'm excited for yeah sleepy dopey mopey angry mopey smoky and copy pokey smoky and ropey and pokey yeah, which one of you is out there smoking and roping? Mm. Mm. Me. Me. Speaking of throwing <laughs> rope, let's uh Let's wrap end this, this up and throw some, some rope. Yep. Let's wrap it up and throw rope. Uh yep. Clean up your mess. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
watch two films. Come on, watch two films.